done it. Live. We're gonna do it. Oscar wrap-up show. We're, I'm gonna do things like this on occasion. As much as they hurt me to do it. Oscar wrap-up. Okay. Right, it's the most expensive idiot parade since 14 the things. And, um, but what you're probably wondering is, okay, I saw what, what won in, right, and I heard, but I'm going to put the question up on the screen here. What should have won the award? Because they're never getting it right. Okay, so best picture. Um, you go, Albert, what do you think? Um, I think maybe war movie. Maybe, um... There were a couple war movies. Whatever one they nominated, 1917, that was it. That should have been the one that won. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't see the other one. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was okay. I saw Joker. But, um, yeah, maybe war movie should have won because those are serious. And that gives us uh, things to remember that are very, very serious, that life ends up in biological decay and dirt. And we see, oh, we got some chat already. This is live. I voted for you for Oscar, but the government deleted my ballot, says uh, Green Hench. Hench. Uh, thank you. And they would delete the ballot. But they delete it in this way, of just never acting like they got it. And um, they, never, they never really open emails from us. So they do delete it, but they delete it through inattention. So best actor, let's jump to that. I guess Joker guy, why not? He was doing a lot of weird stuff in the movie and I'm sure some of it was acting. So that probably pretty good. Um, stuff he, because it was weird, right? And the weirder you act, the better? I don't know. Actress, I'm trying to remember. If anyone remembers, they could type it, but best animated movie Toy Story 4 yes 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 they got that one right because all the other ones bugged me uh, Missing Link bugged me they all bugged me and the one that should have won we couldn't even vote for Frozen 2 because I saw that on LSD so that should have won Best Picture flat out I'm trying to think whatever who else won uh, some woman there was a, a, a woman won Best actress. I don't know. Anyhow, let's um, let's jump to the more interesting question. What should have won Academy Award last night if you can put all the years together? Because I'm going to even give this uh, serious music. Uh, come on, music. I think music's going. Because there are some movies that don't win, but... They're so good, they deserve more than one chance at winning. So you keep bringing them back. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark, how could that only get one year that it could win Best Picture? Um, it should have probably never won, but at the same time, you give it another shot. Okay, so what should have won if all the year were combined? Uh, and you could just pick any movie from any year. I'm seeing if we get any chat here. Uh, still no, no one's coming in with suggestion here. Someone says it is him, that is Senator XL. 
and I got a little happy emoji from a Apple P. Right? Oh, here we go. Nice. Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know what? They maybe have a best mall cop movie category, something. Best shopping mall movie category, because there's four or five of those every year. So should that win best one? Why not? Every year? Why not? What other shopping mall movie was good? Dawn of the Dead might might put out Paul Blart for sitting ones. Ghostbuster 2? Um, I don't know, because it would be up against Ghostbuster 1. You know, because if you got to do it for two, you could do it for one that they could do any year. But after Ghostbuster 1 wins, then I don't think you keep submitting it year after year. I think then you got to just say, okay, you won, now you get, get out of here. Now we can, now Ghostbuster 2 could get put up there. I think that's the, how that would be. And then would it win for best picture if you could use all years? I don't know, they should have come up with another color for the slime. The, it's pink. And you look at that pink stuff and it makes me nauseous. Because it's a lot like Pepto-Bismol. Not that I need it, but I, whenever I used to drink Pepto-Bismol, oh my god, it's like milkshake from hell. You're not supposed to make a milkshake that tastes like chalky mint. Unless you're McDonald's for the shamrock. Okay, we get... Okay, so, uh, Bowfinger fan. So there is a Bowfinger fan. How do you do Bowfinger fan? <laughs> I'm glad... I'm glad someone watched that movie, because I, I heard they put several people in that movie, so you got to have at least one person watch it, right? Um, XFS, AFX, Acid 1, how you doing, man? Code of Silence. This is a serious, see this, we were kind of joking around, but now it got a little serious, because Code of Silence, it has a music soundtrack, as you know from my video, that... You could have had a blank screen. You didn't even need to run the movie for the image. You could have just had music. And that music would have been enough for people just to sit there in the theater. And then best picture, you know, that's touch and go because there was no picture. But um, best soundtrack, Academy Award, best soundtrack. It should have gotten resubmitted all throughout the 80s and 90s until it won. So Code of Silence, that's a good suggestion. Okay, Bowfinger fan just submitted Bowfinger. Bowfinger's not bad. The ending, though, it doesn't end in any bloodshed, which is the one thing that the Bowfinger movie needed. It needed a body count. The reason is they're so cute and they're having so much fun that there needs to be balance in a movie. Now take a look at this other thing that you suggested, uh, Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 had a sufficient balance of merriment to bloodshed, just like Gremlins 1. But the same thing applies from Ghostbuster to Ghostbuster 2. Gremlins 2 can get submitted once Gremlins 1 wins uh, Best Picture, because Gremlins 1 was better than Gremlin 2. So when Gremlin win, then Gremlin 2 could come. And now Gremlin 2 versus Gre Ghostbuster 2. That's a tough one. Problem is, is that if you get Bill Murray in a movie, that immediately ups it by like at least 50% vote. So, um, because he's, you know, he's good. He's got dead pain. Now, the guy who had the emoji, the happy emoji, Apple Pirate Cube. This is probably the most serious suggestion we've had so far next to Code of Silence. Cube is a movie that, first of all, complete 
truth in advertising. And I want to go through this. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, you got Paul Bart Blart Mall Cop, but there's other people in it. Okay, see, so you go in there and you see other people in the movie. It's a bit of a bait and switch. Ghostbuster 2. Well, that is the sequel to Ghostbusters, but there's more than two Ghostbusters, so you see how that can get mis misinterpreted. Code of Silence. There's so many people talking in that, and the music's so good that silence really doesn't come into the equation. Bowfinger. I can't even remember why they called the thing Bowfinger. Is there a reason why they call it Bowfinger? Did they just run out of words? Did they just do the thing where finally software is going to choose our movie titles, and it turns out that what they what they came up with is the computer said Bowfinger, and they said, well, we got to trust the computer, right? Because computer picked, uh, I don't know, Empire Strikes Back is the title, and that one went through the roof. So yeah, Bowfinger, but it was really just the computer was screwing with them, or it's screwing up that day. But Cube, that is a movie that is a cube, about a cube, turns people into cubes. It is so cube that calling it cube and people go in that movie theater, they go, this is entirely correct, this movie. The calling it this and me seeing all these cubes. And also it's got a life lesson, which is when someone seems to be dead, they're not dead yet, except in real life. Well, I don't know, I get, we all got a couple stories to the contrary, right? But no, it also shows you are gonna win the game of life the more of an idiot you are. Because who gets out of the cube? The guy who's stimming, which is a term for autism when you do the repetitive movements. Now, the thing was, he was a selective idiot because he also did numbers good. So the guy who does numbers good, but is also kind of an idiot in every other thing, He's the one who's gonna win, and that just sums up Silicon Valley for you. Now we got some new things here. Parasite is the best. It won most recently, so it overrides all the others. Now I have not seen Parasite, but Parasite over Gremlins? I don't know, on that stage, when they were given the guy the award, they should have had a serious discussion up there of whether or not you can take this award, or whether or not we should retroactively award it to Gremlin. They just, you know, they, sh they should have been honest and just sort of had that as a topic that they could have talked about before they let him give acceptance speeches. Because there's a lot of people in Hollywood that feel, you know, it's about time we stopped doing this flavor of the month thing. And we really just started talking about when movies were good. So maybe we could get back to doing them good again. Uh, someone says, nice, caught you live. Yeah, this is actually me in my apartment sad as it is over the donut shop but they're quiet right now because what they do is they close the donut shop at five o'clock because that's when they're thinking no one more is going to buy donut until you get the uh, tweakers and the junkies in and people doing late shift and so what they'll do is they'll open the donut shop again around 10 11 or 12 depending on the weekday or weekend and then they'll have the donut shop the front of it open while they're making donuts in the back Right? And so you'll go in there, if you go in there, especially past midnight, there's no one at the counter. You gotta bang on the counter and start shouting. And it, you have to shout real loud because they're in the kitchen shouting. And they're shouting all night long making donut. I have no idea why they gotta make donut from midnight till like 7 a.m. What the hell? There's gotta be some Instamix. I've seen the bags of it. You do not need to craft these donuts, right? With sprinkles, you just do sprinkle, you just hand on it. 
like grab a handful of sprinkle, chuck it at the donut like a quarterback. All right, here we go. Bowfinger says, oh, you're right about Gremlin. Yeah, we can't really do Gremlin 2 until Gremlin wins. And when will Gremlin win Best Picture? It's going to probably have to be patient. Wait a while. Because I don't think they're going to adopt this policy of combining all the years together, you know, until enough people stop watching the Academy Award, which be soon enough. Trust me, I think the watching it was down 20%, 30%. So it looks like the suggestion... Oh, wait. Baby Yoda was a complete ripoff, a gizmo. Now you got it. Now you're thinking. Right? And that was from Hugh to Hoob. Um, I do victory music after I reveal to you what is the one. Should have won last night if we combine all years. The best picture of 2019, 2020, whatever they counted as, if we're combining all years, it needed to be the first 46 minutes of Wallace and Gromit Cursed the Way of Rabbit. It, the first 46 minutes of that movie, is it's the best uh, picture from just about any year, right? I'm going to tell you exactly what I mean by the first 46 minutes. You go up to the scene where uh, Wallace changes into the big monster rabbit and he's beating his chest and howling at the moon right because uh and then at, right after that then they get little rabbit this they also hear him and they've beaten their little chest and howling at the moon see so you go right up to that point because after that it gets silly uh with ridiculous stuff happening but um that first 46 minutes is best picture winner that's what gets the award in a world of justice well we got some more things here i think wallace and gromit is better than schindler's list yes now why is wallace and gromit curse of the Were rabbit better than schindler's list i'm gonna tell you first of all schindler's list they i know they're black and white means serious but you know what it also means it also means there's no color and we're gonna have to sit there, and you don't have to, you made your point, 10, 20 minute, a black and white, you made your point, you're serious, now can we see the world as it really is? Black and white is just for people like me who got their face burned in a comedy accident when people did hair spray, spray blowtorch. I can't, I, I can't even talk about it without getting in my, the way I could say it, but they did hairspray blowtorch and my face was really burned and red. So I could do black and white. But Schindler's List, none of their faces were burned as far as I know. Now Ben Kingsley, now his face is fine. And you got makeup people. If their face was burned, you can put stuff on it that covers it up. All right. Oh, best picture Oscar from all time. That one's easy. Freddy Got Fingered. Freddy Got Fingered. We might have to give Freddy Got Fingered an Oscar for one reason. The piano sausage string thing what the hell was that? We all got it in our heads forever. And we can never go to a concert where someone's playing a piano or organ and we don't see that thing in our head. And I like that. I like having that additional bit of sort of visual pleasure when I'm seeing other people play stuff on keyboard. Norbit. XFS, AFX Acid 1 says Norbit. 
of all the Eddie Murphy movies. That one's going to win an award, but it's going to win an award in the other direction. It's going to win an award for being maybe the most toxic thing that's ever been filmed. Now, I had a girlfriend who really found farts funny. Um, it eventually broke us up, but not really. I mean, you break up for a lot of reasons, right? Let's not be reductive. You break up because they find farts funny and other things. And there's a joke in Norbit where there's a woman with a stomach way up. And Norbit married her. Norbit's a loser, right? And so he married another Eddie Murphy. This is an Eddie Murphy in drag. And Eddie Murphy in drag is saying, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, he's, and he's like, oh, great, you're pregnant. That's fine. Um, and then later on, he says, I thought you were pregnant. Now you're doing stuff that's not pregnant stuff. And she says, oh, I thought, no, I, I don't. I wasn't pregnant. I had gas. And then she fights. And she goes, I still got gas. For that, there should be an award for just why. Why did you put that in our head? That joke that we can never forget. And I've not even seen Norbit. I've seen five minutes of Norbit. It was on a, it was, she made me see that joke. She made me watch it, that one bite, because she thought it was so funny. Uh, Bowfinger fan, the Bowfinger fan at this point. What about The Shape of Water, but it's just the sex scenes? I know the movie, but I, I ain't seen it. And I don't watch sex scenes anymore. I just fast forward through them because of my general disgust for biology. But also, um, I don't know. It's kind of what C.S. Lewis said, besides all the terrible, stupid stuff he said. He said, you know what watching sex scenes and watching porno is like? It's like you're a starving man and you're watching uh, uh, someone come out on stage with a plate of bacon. And he, he said stage because they did strip stuff then. They didn't have porno movies. But if you're not in a relationship, watching porn is like, it is like, you know, being someone who's really, really hungry. And it's just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to Google search some images of donut shop windows. Except for me, because donuts, I, I still eat them. I still, I can, if I wake up, I can still eat a donut. But throughout the day, the donut smell from down there. By the end of the day, I don't want to see a donut anymore. Um, Sonic movie comes out in a few days. Thoughts. I want to tell you my main thought about Sonic movie. Jim Carrey cashing what might be a nine-figure check for doing it. Now it's probably eight figures. Probably low to mid eight-figure check for just showing up and making those faces. I could have done that. I could have, they could have pulled me off the comedy stage 20, 30 years ago and said, we're going to make you a star. Just act goofy like he does. Uh, like Jim or whoever was goofy at the time, Rob Schneider, uh, Polly Shore, right? I could have been one of those guys. Sonic the Hedgehog, I see it. And I could have been doing it with Hedgehog. I could have been screaming at him, pushing him over, all the things that the egg, the Dr. Egg are going to do. I could have done that. If I had, you know, it's all right. As long as you're alive, there's hope. <laughs> all right, the Candyman says the part of the mask where he says smoking. I could have done that. Watch, I'm gonna do it for you right now. Get a cigarette for it. Smoking. 
I could have looked right at the camera and said, look at me, smoking. That would have been way better than what he did in whatever movie that was from. You could have done that. You could have done Joker. I could have done Joker, but I would have started the killing so early. Almost like the first scene, like I'm out there with the sign. And I would have seen those kids coming, and I would have turned the sign edge forward to those kids, because I know a group of kids. If they're not going to screw with me, they're going to screw with someone. So as they're getting closer to me, give them the edge of the sign right across the jugular. So it would have been a much shorter movie. It would have been me mostly in prison, or I would have done that. I would have got away and started out my evil empire right then. That would have been a better movie. I wouldn't have had to suffocate my mom in it. Not that I'd do that, right? Not that he should have done that. You know, he, he should have just, I don't know, God, he could have made a watch Norbit. That's worse. Death is a release for people. Norbit is revenge. Uh, an award for the worst movie? Who would win? I want to say American Beauty. But it's not because it is the worst movie of all time. The worst movie of all time is probably either Manos or The Room or Hobgoblin. But American Beauty is a movie that was supposed to be good and is thought of as good. So for it to be really bad, it has to reverse expectation by a huge balance in the scales. So American Beauty is thought of as good, but in reality, American Beauty is so bad, I can't even begin. I can't even begin how much I want to smack the people around in American Beauty. Kevin Spacey's a national treasure. I'll agree with that, it's not his fault. It's not his fault that movie is so abysmal. Every, every single message in the movie, every single statement, the opposite is true. Maybe it's just a big head mind game that way. I don't know. But it went in Best Picture and everyone loving it. You know, the funny thing is it came out of a Spielberg studio or something, right? It came out of the whole Spielberg factory, even though it had different director and whatnot. And you can feel the cloying falsity of Spielberg in that movie. All right. Uh, they got the Razzies for that. That is true. Metacrisis chiming in. Uh, and the Razzies are pretty accurate, except they, they ding Stallone a couple times, and he don't deserve it. But he can't help talking like that and looking like that and making those noises and movements because um, it's not him. It's the thing he was born with. Stockmaster 17, forget Sonic the Hedgehog. You should make a Luigi's Mansion movie. You'd be great in it. You could have a guest star appearance by the ghost hunting trumpet guy. Oh yeah, it'd be mostly me walking room to room getting really pissed off at ghost. Pissed off at there's not enough ghost or there's no ghost or there's too many ghosts. And then uh, toward the end, we have Luigi walk through the frame. I like that. What do you mean? You don't like to stare at a trash bag floating in the air for hours. Thank you, Metacrisis. Yeah, that's one of the things. They got a trash bag swirling around, and the guy has to say there's so much beauty in the world. That is one of the most vacuous combinations of image and statement. And they want it to be meaningful. They want movement and physics to suddenly strike you as meaningful. It's not. That's how they get you with the opiate. They want you now thinking when you see Starbucks cup blowing down the street. There's so much beauty in the world. Whoever wrote that line, they can't burn in enough hells. A uh, Bowfinger fan, you know what's a great movie? Mad Max Fury Road. I, yeah, I agree. I saw it on whiskey. And a movie theater. 
because um, the way you get alcohol beverage in movie theater, and I'm going to close on this bit of advice, because but this because this is totally worth it for whatever you hung around on the stream. This is totally worth it if you haven't thought of this before. Bring a flask, a whiskey, get a soda at the concession stand, get uh, go drink enough out of it that the soda go down about that much in the cup, and you go to the restroom, take out your flask, you pour haul the flask into the soda stir it around right now you got an empty flask in your pocket now you don't have to swig a flask when you're there in the theater and drawing attention to yourself with the little screw cap noise and having to throw it all the way back you're just sipping on a straw like every other idiot in there and you're getting a steady buzz the best one is that the collection it's a place that's down the coast i think oxnard they got a movie theater where they sell ice cream and milkshake in the lobby fresh made milkshake by fresh, I mean they're scooping ice cream into it. And what do you do? You drink enough of the milkshake, get it down about that much. Vanilla milkshake, uh, dolce de leche, a milkshake either, that works too. You go to the bathroom, pour your flask in there. You got a Bailey's that's about as big as a football if you get the large shake. And you're drinking that all the way through a movie. Now I did it all the way through one of the Rift Tracks broadcasts and this was great. I, it was so delicious, and I was drinking it so much, and because it was all bonded to all that milk protein in there, it took a long time for it to get into my system, right? So I'm drinking, 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 and the alcohol is not hitting because it's mixed with all that milk stuff. Well, guess what? By the time the credits were rolling, those at the end of the riff tracks, the way them all them words were going up, it was making the whole room spin backward. That was hilarious. I got. All the whiskey was hitting me at like those same time. And I'm trying to get out of there, right? I'm trying to concentrate on the floor, marking the little light around, you know, up the aisle. But man, I'm telling you, that was so good. I think it was uh, Space space Mutiny, was the riff track. And um, haven't seen a movie in years, says Zeva88. Copy that. Uh, no one's blaming you. Metacrisis has got another face. Graphic thing. Uh, Bowfinger fan, great whiskey tip. Thanks. Yeah, you don't want to be knocking back even the little vodka minis. I used to do that at IMAX because you could stick a lot of them in your coat. The problem is you got to tilt them all the way back. And even with the stadium seating, people can see that, right? You want to sip out of a straw like every other person in there. You just get away with it forever. Right? You could just walk out into the lobby, walk out into the lobby like I do two or three times just to look at people, look at the arcade machine. You don't even have to play them. You just look at the sort of the screen attractor mode and you're walking around sipping that and you're like, you know what? I'm sipping something that is so strong. If you put a match to this, this whole thing would go up in flames. But no one can, you, you think I'm just a soda drinker, right? With this big goofy smile on my face. Um, Candyman. Jack and Jill is honestly one of the most underrated films of all time. Pacino should have won Best Supporting Actor. Was he really in that? I think you're right. I think now I'm remembering. Oh, Pacino. Man, that's what I don't understand. Why is it the people who do all such good stuff just retire? You got a pile of money. Don't embarrass yourself. Retire and have fun or do little community theater things are high quality. Why you gotta do Jack and Jill? Why? I wanna say that to everyone in the credits on Jack and Jill. Why you gotta do Jack and Jill? Money, really? You can't get money some other way given hand job in an alley. 
something a little less disgusting. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, you bet your ass he was. Okay, so Pacino was in Jack and Jill. I'm gonna have to find that scene on YouTube, find him in it, and see what the hell he was doing and thinking in it. I have heard Jack and Jill is so bad, it's literally like acid spray in your face. It's so unwatchably bad. Are you telling me that I should watch Jack and Jill? That I should really watch Jack and Jill and then maybe try to talk about it in some future broadcast? Because I'll do that. I take days. Have I seen Cloud Atlas? No, I have not. But I watched all the Matrixes with riff tracks, of course. I wouldn't watch a movie like that without... I watch Batman vs. Superman with riff tracks, because with riff tracks you can watch anything, but... I've seen them. I just assumed Cloud Atlas was a further descent into that kind of... badness, madness that's there. It's, it's so bad that it drives you mad trying to think of how people came up with those creative choices. Maybe Jack and Joe will do this. this I'm now I'm, I'm into it. Man with head. I'll go with man with hat. That sounds very classic, sounds very noir, right? Like if I'm a detective movie, they never say my name in the movie, and at the end of the movie, they just say man with hat, Albert Sindolberg. Cloud Out was, it was real bad. Uh, what about the ugliest animated movie? God, I don't know, that animated Lord of the Rings? Where they keep bringing in footage of, of actual war, death, like newsreel footage? Ugh. And the Hobbit that he made around the same time was also bad. See, uh, Cloud Atlas was real bad. I get that. Speed Racer was great, though. Huh. That is the first time I've heard that sentence. Or a sentence with Speed Racer and great in it that was not referring to the cartoon. But maybe I'll give that a shot. Um, you know, because if I'm in California and certain chemicals are legal... There's no reason not to put on something with a spinning car and colors barfing out of the car in all directions. Candyman, you don't need to see Jack and Jill. The whole movie is just as bad as the Kathy Bates nude scene in About Schmidt. I was reading that sentence and I was trying to think, wait, she was nude in Misery? But you're right, she was nude in, she, she was in other movies. And About Schmidt, she does, she does. She goes nude. Now, the thing about it is, at a certain point, you do get kind of a dis not a disgust but just a sort of like you don't care about the human body right you get my age with my background and then you just see a new chick walk into a hot tub you're like uh all right you know i guess you could be nude in the hot tub i mean there's bathing suits you put on right so we don't feel like just like we've got to check you out biologically so kathy bates getting in there nude you know what this is just another human just another naked human. At a certain point, you gotta look at the world like a doctor looks at the world. That's part of staying sane. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is the best pornographic film? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't know. Pretty Peaches? Uh, uh, Life is Ugly in Quotes. If that's the name of a porn film, I am tempted to see it. Misery, that was a great film. What's the last movie you saw? Is misery just a movie, or just how you feel? <laughs> All right, Bowfinger fan, well, that's going to close it out. That's a great line. But what is the last movie I saw? God, what did I watch last night? I'm, I drink when I watch movies, so I watched Harry Brown. Okay, this is the last movie I saw.
and I recommend it if you're on the cusp of suicide and you aren't sure whether or not there's any more happiness out there that you might get a little taste of. Harry Brown will let you know. Exit now before worse things happen to you. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. I'll try to do this again. Oh, that's right. I, I, I got a day of Jack and Jill. I'll watch Jack and Jill and I'll come back. Love you. Love you right back, man. Godfather 4. Yeah, Academy Award. Give it to it. Bullfinger fan, good, good night. Great stream up. Thank you. Joe Walker, editor of Harry Brown, also did Jack and Jill. I just got chills. Is that true? All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for this. Really. Thanks for chatting in with this. Your comments with Top Notch. Good night, folks. <laughs>